You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous, me at Cartoon Therapy. If you haven't subscribed to my show, you subscribe. If you could write a review, write a review. If you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I give total strangers my unprofessional advice. But most of the time, I'm just like listening to people talk about their naughty secret lives. <laughs> if you want, if you have a naughty secret life or you want some advice on your naughty secret life or just on your regular problem, but nobody, you have no friends or your friends that want to talk to you about it anymore and you want to talk to me, send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Uh, if you want to talk to me, but you don't want to have your secret life posted on the podcast, you just want to have a talk with me. It's like I call that consulting. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I offer that as a service now. I've been doing it a lot. I, I enjoy it because I really do like to help people. So if you have a problem and you want to talk to me, like I said, but you don't want your shit out there and you don't want your voice uh, on air, that's fine. We could talk on the DL. It's even more anonymous. Uh, but there is a fee for that. But you can send me an email. Strictly anonymous podcast at gmail.com and I'll give you the information. Today I'm on a guy named Sean. Sean is like a lot of guys. I've taped other guys that have the same story. Uh, he's a guy who's married and he hooks up with dudes on the side. But they're not really dudes. He's more into trannies. Uh, chicks with dicks, cross-dressers, that kind of stuff. Um, and he doesn't want to hook up with them anymore behind his wife's back. He did call like right in looking for advice. So we talk about, you know, how he could sort of quit that behavior, uh, and keep it within his, not really keep it within his relationship, but like maybe start living it out within his relationship. He did wind up telling his wife recently that he wanted a dick in his ass which was very ballsy of him wait till you find out how he did it how she reacted and uh why they haven't sort of moved on from that he still needs to come clean with more he wants to uh but he's not sure that his wife will be into it because recently he also got into some bdsm and met with the dominatrix and got the shit kicked out of it and out of him. And he wound up really, really liking it. So he's looking to maybe bring his wife into that scenario too, because his big goal in all of this is to stop doing stuff behind her back and do all the things that he enjoys uh, with her. And that's the problem he's having. And like I said, I literally just taped another guy who has the same issue. It's like he has this double life, but he doesn't want to because he really loves his wife and he wants her to know exactly what he's into. So I'm assuming there's a lot of guys out there that are like this. So you'll learn a lot from this podcast because he does look for advice and I think I give him some good advice. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Sean. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? 
one? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, hey, Sean, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing great. So, Sean, you're like a lot of guys that call, but of course there's going to be many differences once I get into questioning you like Barbara Walters on your life. But um, in that you are, you were a secret bisexual, right? You're bisexual, right? But you were, you recently came out to your wife, right? That is correct, yep. How recently did you come out to your wife? And how did you come out to your wife? I feel like there's a lot of guys out there that would love to come out of their wife, out to their wife. Sure. So, uh, we've been, we've been married for 16 years and actually I, I finally came out to her within like the last couple of weeks, um, while we were actually in the middle of having sex. You told her you came out adoring sex. Yeah, that is correct. Which is probably not advisable, but for me, that's how it happened. Um, to give you a a little bit of context, I was actually on top Mm -hmm. and my, my legs were spread open and um, I just, I don't know, I just, the position or I'm not sure what it was, but mm-hmm. I just, I said, how great would it be if I had a cock inside me right now? And, oh my um, God. Yeah. Did she freak out? Oh, uh, no, we, we just kind of finished mm-hmm. business as usual. And then the, the, obviously the conversation did come up uh, later on. Like later on, like an hour later or later on, like three days later. Um, it was, I, I think it was kind of like the next day. Um, I do a lot of work out of town actually. It was, I think we talked a little bit more via text and not really so much in person until I got back from, from work. That must've totally, cause okay, you've been married for 16 years, right? And like you mm-hmm. like throw out there that like you would love to be like fucked in the ass, but I'm assuming you didn't also tell her that you've been with guys. Cause I know that the other thing in your email, right. Was that you you have the secret in that you have been cheating on her behind her back, right? With men. So you've been that with is, men, right? But you didn't tell that her correct. that, right? Yeah, I didn't I didn't say that I've been cheating on her or anything like that. I just kinda came out and let her know how I how I feel about that aspect of my my sexual life. But let me ask you this. Did you tell her that you've been with guys? Like did, did she ask you that question and what did you say when she did? Or maybe she didn't. No, she she didn't ask if I had slept with any other guys. I guess she was a little a little confused. Um, what do you mean? That I, well, I I guess I'd never really talked about anything like that before. So she just seemed she just had a few questions like, are you are you gay? Are you are you know are you are you bisexual? Is it just a fantasy? That kind of stuff. So we we talked about that. Right, but she never once said, "Have you like how, were you with guys ever in your life or anything like that?" No. No, she didn't, she didn't bring anything like that up. So she just assumes that this is something new for you that you brought up. That's correct. Right. Okay. Interesting. I would have totally asked, like, had you ever, because I mean, wh- how old were you when you first started hooking up with guys? How old were you when you met her, by the way? So, yeah, um, I was in my, my really early twenties, like I want to say 22 when I, when I met my wife mm-hmm. and we got married really, really, really early in a relationship. Right. Um, and she's actually the one I lost my virginity to. Okay. So I lost my virginity when I was 22. Oh, wow. But when and did you lose your virginity to a guy? 
Um, I would say that that didn't happen until like maybe three or four years later in our relationship. I was, I kind of looked at myself as a very monogamous person and up until that point, And then I don't know if things just kind of got stagnant in the bedroom or, or what happened, but I had all these curiosities that I wanted to explore and Right, you were still young. All right, so you had always thought maybe about guys, like when you were jerking off or like in your own private thoughts, right, I'm assuming? Yeah, I mean, I I actually had like friends that were gay and some of them that were bisexual that would ask me questions or ask me if you want to try this and stuff like that, but I never really went went for it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then those, those thoughts and feelings kind of built up over the years and eventually I just kind of took the dive. Right. While you while you were dating your girlfriend, that was the first time. Well, I was married. I mean, married. Uh, right. OK. Yeah, I forget. Yep. Right. You're yep. like 24 and married. And, but that and right? right. Correct. Now, did you did you lose your virginity with her because of like you're very religious or. Um, I, I, I was very shy, like in high school, I didn't do a lot of dating or anything like mm-hmm. that. And then I I would say like in my. Before I turned 21, I didn't really have a serious relationship um, until just before I met my wife, my my previous, I guess, ex-girlfriend that I never had sex with. Um, How long were you I with just, her for? Uh, I was my ex-girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I would say like two years. So two years and you never had sex, right? That's why I'm saying like, are you Mormon or something? You know, is it what's with the no sex? before marriage i'm not really sure i think some guys <laughs> might struggle with it like it, it was just a self-confidence type of thing maybe i just didn't think i was good enough or i didn't know how i was going to perform or or you didn't know where to of... put it in i mean come on two years you're dating a girl would you guys like get naked and do everything else but you just didn't there's put this, it in there's a there's kind of a story behind that yeah you know, i'll try to keep it short but okay. basically she was uh engaged to another man mm-hmm. and she worked at the same place that I worked. And so we hit it off as friends and I ended up spending a lot of time with her and, um, kind of being a a role model for model for her kids. And, um, she's actually the first person I, this is going to sound crazy, but I hadn't even kissed a a woman until I met my ex. Right. And she was the first person I actually, I gave a kiss to. Now, was she engaged with someone else the whole time you were with her? She was, yep. Okay, so you were like the other man. Correct. Okay, and so was it her sort of saying, I can't let you fuck me because then, like, maybe she had some weird sort of line that she built in her head, like, oh, if I don't fuck him, it's not really cheating or something like that. Because I, you know, it was always her. Maybe, I mean, it was... I think she, I think she wanted to, and I think she gave me a lot of signals saying like you know I'd like to mess around, but I I kind of felt like in if she was going to continue to date this other guy, it wasn't appropriate. I don't mm-hmm. know if that sounds weird or not. So and actually, you, right? But yeah. did she blow you and you went down on her? Like, were you doing that kind of stuff, or were you just? I never had anything anything like that with her. We we kissed, and that was as far as it ever went. Oh, but so you so you kissed someone and dated them for that's a little weird that's a weird story, okay? Like yeah. I dated someone for two years and we never passed first base. Yep, that's that is correct. Right. So maybe you didn't really date her. She she was the first person that really kinda even got me interested in maybe exploring my sexuality and stuff like that. She 
she pushed me to kind of open up and she would always try to get me to, um, you know, date other women and just kind of like a best friend type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's more like a friendship or like, you know, because it, it's, it's it, there's something like off there that like, you know, maybe, yep. so I think maybe it's like the, maybe the terminology that you're using isn't correct, but wait, so you sure. get with your wife, right? And I don't know why I'm so fascinated by the whole, like not having sex thing, but it's, Maybe it's starting to be like a thing because you get with your wife, right? And you're dating her. And how long did you date her before you guys got married? So we probably dated for six months before I got her pregnant. Oh, okay. So then you, so you had sex with her before you were married. You got her pregnant. Yeah, correct. So didn't you tell me just 10 minutes ago that you didn't have sex with her until you were married? Um. Well, I guess it was a... <laughs> We had sex and then we had, we had a kid together and that, I guess we, I guess that was kind of not correct. <laughs> okay. Cause I'm like, cause I'm like focusing yeah. on the fact that it's like so odd that you'd like waited till you were married. Right. But you didn't wait yeah. till you were married. You were correct. like, you waited a couple months, you got her pregnant and then you had to get married. That's a very, that's a more normal story. Yeah. I don't feel like we had to get married, but it just you did, seemed like, right. yeah, you're the right thing. Okay, so yep. you were young with a child, with a girl. I mean, like all this happened for you so fast, right? And so a couple of years into it, you start having these fantasies of yours of or curiosity, right? Of being with another man start to come up. How do you have that first encounter? Like what happens? Do you go on Craigslist? Like how do you have your first hookup with a guy? So my first time with a guy was actually um, a transsexual. Oh, woman. interesting. And was that what you were looking for? Were you looking for a girl and it turned out she was a tranny or were you looking for a he, she, like, what was your deal? I just, I mean, I really, really do like the, the female form. I feel like I'm more hetero leaning than I am the gay side of things. Mm -hmm. So I was just really attracted to women and I thought the idea of them also having a cock was kind yeah. of a nice benefit. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. And so that's what you were looking for correct and now did you find that on craigslist or like how did you find that first person that you were with a, a lot of people during this time craigslist was the place to go yeah. and that's exactly where i went i put an ad on and i met a person and um we we hit it off pretty quickly Right. Okay. And now, listen, that's where I got all my guests. The first couple of years of my show, that's what it was all about. I went on to Craigslist. I posted ads and people respond to me or I reached out to people. So I could have emailed that guy that you were with. This was like, yeah. you know, that's was what that's where everyone went. So you hook up with that person. Now, were you a top or a bottom? I would say a switch. I did both. You did both. Yeah, that's a little bit more rare, right? I mean, from all the guys that I've talked to, typically it's like somebody's like one or the other. Now, with that first experience, was it like amazing? Like what actually went down? Did you do, were you a top or bottom? Did you do everything that time? So, yeah, it's it's one of those experiences that uh, I'll never forget because yeah. it, it was pretty hot. Mm -hmm. um, I did I did I did everything. I I remember uh, walking into it was at her place and walking through the door and uh, she was like, Oh, just give me a minute. I'm getting out of the, the bathroom. And she came out with just a robe on and dropped it. And I remember this is, this is getting kind of into details, but that's cool. People um, love details. I'm always not getting enough details. I think for people yeah. <laughs> with this so stuff. Yeah. The, 
the thing I remember was like how big her dick was uh-huh. like compared to mine. Like she, she was flaccid and this thing was hanging down and I'm thinking like it's the same size as, as mine when Hard, I'm holding Right. Her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and then next thing you know, she's having me come in the bed and I'm, I, I believe that we started off just kind of like jerking each other off and maybe a little bit of cock sucking back and forth. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time I ever sucked a dick. And I knew then that I liked it. And you were, did and you spit or swallow? I'm sure you swallowed, right? I actually never got her to come that way. Oh, um, interesting. I, okay. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I don't remember how long I did it for, but mm-hmm. um, there was other things that we did, obviously, that I could get her to finish, but that right, was not co- how it... Totally. Okay, cool. And so then, so you're, you guys are fooling around, you're blowing her, she's, and then who do you get, do you fuck her in the ass first, or does she do you? Well, okay, so she didn't want me to, or she didn't want to fuck me unless she knew that I was clean. So actually, she had an enema kit that I used, something to clean Oh, interesting. So I actually, for the first time, I used one of those kits and, and it wasn't, it was just a, you know, use, uh, like a soapy water or mildly soapy water or whatever to clean yourself out and then you rinse yourself out. But it's the first time I ever did anything like that where I completely got cleaned out before we actually did anything. Yeah. How was that? Well, I don't, (laughs) I don't recommend this, but when I got fucked for the first time, it was completely bareback. Like no condoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad. Yeah. And especially because you're cheating guess, on your wife. Terrible. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then, but it, it uh, she was very good. I mean, I didn't expect it to be enjoyable at all, mm-hmm. especially for my first time. But I don't know if it's because I maybe I, I played with toys or something before that I was and I was able to relax, or she was just a good coach, or what the deal was. Right, right, right. But. I remember it being pretty hot, and I I don't remember it really hurting too much. Right, and so you had you had like put stuff inside in your ass before yourself when you were playing around. Yeah, there was you know now that I'm thinking about this, it's happened so long ago, and I'm trying to remember like every every little thing that popped up, like what the sequence of events was. But I do remember there was also a woman who, before her, actually pegged me with a strap on. Oh, okay. So there was a somebody else. Oh, just a woman, a girl that you were dating. Not, nope. That she was off a of Craigslist oh. as well. Oh, so you were cheating on your wife with women too? The I've actually there was two women that I cheated on with. Okay, so what did that? That was before the guys. So. Yep. Okay, and when you were looking for women, what were you, was it? The whole pegging thing that you were looking for was it kind of like? Was that what it was about? I think it was. Yeah, a little bit about, like, the toys and the experimentation, but also just to kind of, I had never been with another woman, so just to see what it was like, because yeah. I, I felt like maybe I lost out on that chance. Most most young men, they, you know, they sold their royal oats or whatever, and I never really did that, so I felt like maybe I needed to maybe experiment around and just kind of see what's out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you had that one peg you. How did that come about? I did not like it. Oh, you did it. It's no, it was the the toy was just too hard and she was too rough and I just it was not a good experience. Right. So back to the um the woman that you found on Craigslist, right? The chick with the dick. Like what do they call them? It, with a transvestite, right? Yeah, a T girl, 
a tranny, whatever. Yeah. Now, was she really pretty and a great body? Yeah, I thought I thought so. I, I thought she was pretty good looking, darker skinned, mm-hmm. um, but very, very nice breasts. I'm not entirely sure if they're real, if they can if they can grow them. I'm not sure how that works. Yeah, but, I'm thinking maybe if they take hormones, but then, yeah, sure. right? I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, the complete package, just, like, just a very, very, uh, almost uh, almost model-esque, I guess. Right. Now, let me ask you this. Did you feel, how did you feel after the first time? Like, you said it was, like, amazing, and it was, like, a great first experience, right? It was, like, super hot, right? But, like, yeah. after you came down from that, did you have any weird guilt? Or, because, maybe not, because this is, like, it's not, like, the first time you're cheating, but it is the first time you're, like, with a guy, behind your wife's back yeah i would say there was a little bit of guilt a little bit of panic like oh no you know i want to get caught you know and then the fact that i didn't use protection like oh no i'm gonna have to go get tested and what if i got something and lots of lots of different things going through my head at that point Mm -hmm. and did you go get tested and then be clean after that like all the time um yep i actually went and got tested um not for the the reason that i needed to, to be sure but because um when I, when I went to the bathroom, I thought I got something. I was actually, I got a little bit of burning. Oh no. And I'm thinking, here we go. Like this yeah. is it. This is the guy's worst nightmare. Um, when the doctor was talking to me, I remember him saying, well, you probably got, you know, a list of different, there's chlamydia and gonorrhea and we can go on and on. But, um, when the test results came back, it was a urinary tract infection. Oh, thank God. <laughs> yeah. But you had to have so, tested yourself for everything because of that anyway. Correct. And then I every time you've cheated on her with guys since, like, you've always been protected. It's, it, I would say it's been about 50-50, to be honest. Yeah, isn't that crazy? I mean, I say it all the time, and it's very true, and that's why I'm, like, I'm trying to get advertisers on my show now, and I should have a condom advertiser because people don't fucking use condoms, and they should. But I think, you know, but and most people don't, seriously. Like, I always did, and, like, I had a very long-term booty call guy that always did, but we were two people that were, like, hypochondriacs, and I, I think that that's, like, the thing. Like, you know, because... It, you know, it takes that kind of person that's so super afraid of diseases, yeah, <laughs> but the na- the normal person, they don't, I, and they, he, in agree. the moment, they'd rather not because it doesn't feel as good, right? So if you don't have that paranoia, but you're not, most people aren't putting one on, you know, and yeah. the worst thing about it is with the cheating, you know, that's what's so bad because you could bring home something to your girl, right? So now yeah. th- you've never been caught, right? I've never been caught. Right. And so you just used Craigslist all the time. Now, did you ever see that tranny again or did you always do one offs with these people? Did you have anyone that you slept with a lot? I I was I, I loved that experience with this trans. Um, and I, I did see her two more times, but then things started to get kind of weird. In what sense? Like to cheat? You felt like she started to like you? <sighs> yeah, I think I think she wanted more. Than just a kind of a FWB friend with benefits type thing, right? Uh huh. So I, it was like you know, what are you doing? Really kind of digging into my my personal life, trying to find more about where I live and what I do, and then it just, I just didn't want, I didn't want that. Right, right, right. And now, when did you have like a straight up guy? Um, so I don't know if this counts, but the next the next person that I ended up. Uh, sleeping with was a crossdresser. 
So uh-huh. a guy in women's clothing. Right. And that one was actually pretty hot as well. The cross dresser. Yeah. Then I started to kind of realize that maybe it's not just women that I that I have to, you know, they don't have to look like women, but maybe just maybe men in general is something that might work for me. Yeah, like you went from the tranny, then to the cross-dresser, and then did you go to a guy after that, or do you strictly like the cross-dressers and the transsexuals? Um, I kind of I kind of did gravitate t- towards having sex with men right. after that. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so how many times would you say in all, like since you've been like, so you've been with your wife for 16 years, you started cheating on her into it a couple of years. So you've been cheating on her for a long time, right? Do you average like two guys a year or is it just like a handful of guys or is it hundreds of times? Like how much have you cheated on her? I, I'm, I'm fairly confident that I haven't had sex with more than I would say 10 different people so it hasn't been that often maybe once every couple years right okay cool so and the only reason why i'm asking these questions is because there is a part in your email that you were like oh i could maybe use your advice i know what i'm doing is wrong like are you getting to a point where you feel bad about what you're doing yeah i'm at i'm kind of at a breaking point i need to either come clean or i just need to stop doing what i'm doing well what would you okay you already came clean because coming clean with like hey baby i've been doing all this stuff behind your back it is like i don't know it is a little crazy right you have to figure out what you're going to come clean with because you know it's it's great that you came clean with uh you know, the fact that you're into guys, right? She doesn't know that you've ever been with anybody. What is like coming clean with her? What would it mean for you? What would the outcome be that you want her to allow you to be with guys? Or like, what do you see as like the perfect scenario for you? So I feel like I've, I've kind of evolved into the, the type of person that I am like over the years. Like I, I didn't just wake up at 21 and had like a bunch of different fetishes or anything like that it's just kind of something that kind of like builds up over time like you kind of you get interests and whatever and yeah this thing leads to that thing right like you just stumbled into these things Uh uh-huh so the the most recent thing that i've really kind of been thinking about and fantasizing about was the getting into hot wifing i just think it would be really hot and sexy to have my wife fuck another guy okay and i actually before i came out about being bi i would say two weeks before that and this is kind of risky too because i'm like throwing all this stuff at her i i told her that that's i wanted to see that happen and what did she say to that she wasn't very responsive to that at first um i kind of had to get it out of her like ask like give her some time to think about it and then and then ask again, and then when she finally did talk to me about it, um, she just she pretty much just said no. That's not what she wants. She wants to have a monogamous relationship. She wants a monogamous. She's not into it at all. That's what she told me. Okay, so with that off the table, right? What do yep. you? What would coming clean about guys do for you with her? I'm hoping that maybe eventually she'll change her mind. And then we can maybe get into the hot wifing thing, or maybe we can get into like an SLS type of thing. What's what does SLS mean? Uh, swinger lifestyle. Oh right, right, right. 
Now, no, you know your wife. You've been with her forever, right? You guys like grew yeah. up together, right? It's very yep. interesting to be with the same person through your 20s, 30s, right? You're about to go into your 40s, right? Yep. So yep. do you think your wife is somebody that would be open to these things? Early on in our relationship, she was a little bit more open about stuff like that. I know she she would kiss other girls and play around with other girls. Mm-hmm. Um, even when I started dating my wife, like she slept around quite a bit, like with other men while I was dating her. Right. And so I just feel like while you she were did dating it early, her. yeah, like maybe if she brought it back, we could just be more open and honest about it. Right. Wait, you could, did you catch her with the other guys? Like, was there, I, I never, I never actually caught her in the act, but it was pretty obvious because she would go to these, these other people's houses. And when I was dating her, she was actually still kind of on and off with an ex of hers. And so she would spend a lot of time there and she was also recently divorced. So she had a husband, uh, ex-husband that she spent time over at their place or his place. Oh, wow. So I, I mean, I never got a hundred percent confirmation that she was sleeping around, Mm -hmm. but there was enough evidence there to say that she was right. You never got, you never found out for sure. Correct. Okay. So that's not really, and she never copped to it. That is, that is correct. Right. So she's not going to, so that doesn't make it that sort of. Yeah. It's just a a gut feeling that I have, but I don't really have, other than that, I don't really know. And then I had like friends telling me, well, yeah, you know, we did this together. And your friends, well, bar friends and stuff like that. Like Mm -hmm. guys that you'd hang out with the bar and be like, oh yeah, you know, we went in the back and we did this. You know, I don't know if that was just trying to get me to you know, get me upset or what the deal was. But I do remember a lot of these, these feelings that I had, like during the time we were dating were, were definitely not good. Oh my God. How did you feel about how, Yeah. That's crazy that you, um, had, that's a lot of drama, but that's typical. Like you guys were super young. Yeah. I'm surprised you married her. Um, I mean, we just, we just really hit it off. I mean, like no, I mean some guys would just go a little mental, and not have trust issues. Like, did you have trust issues with her after yeah. all that stuff? Oh yeah, yeah. I <laughs> before I found out she was pregnant, I actually i I broke up with her, and right. it wasn't a week later until she came over and told me the news that she was, you know, burying my child. That we actually got back together. Right, and let so me ask was... you this though: Did a, a little part of you cheating, like when you were cheating, feel like? a little less guilty because you felt like she had cheated as well. Absolutely. Right. Like okay. I felt like it was almost like a, an out for me. Like she did this when we were dating and right. Yeah. You can't like leave right that there. out of the story. Right. That's right. So yeah, you know, on some level you were just not justifying it, but you were like, it's like payback. You don't feel as bad. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. I, I don't Payback's kind of a strong word, but maybe in a <laughs> right. lot of ways, you're right. Right. Yeah. But, like, do you, I'm assuming, because you've been with her for six years, you eventually got over the trust issues. You've never caught her cheating after that. Did you ever think she was doing anything through your marriage since? Like, after those beginning things that happened? I don't think so. I, I mean, we. she's been so busy with kids and raising a family, and I've been, like, so busy with work that 
I, I don't think she would have time. Right. It, and it, yeah. But how, how old is she? Is she your age too? Yeah, we're pretty close. Um, she's a year, year older than me, so she's 40. When was the last time you cheated on her? Uh, the last time was, I want to say, two or three weeks ago. Right. And then what do you and, think made it come out that you, like, like came out to her? And, you know, you said you were at a breaking point. So, like, what has been going on with you that you felt like you had to, like, let her know? And what is the breaking point that's happening? That, that is, that's a really good question. I feel like, so, I mean, we've been, you know, married for 16 years. And sex at this point is getting kind of routine. Mm-hmm. And I've always... I've always been able to like take care of her, like get her to come have an orgasm up until like this last couple of years. We, we, our sex life has gotten better. Like we've been having more frequent sex. So I don't know if she's in her prime. Yeah. Yeah, but for sure. For women, late thirties, early forties. Yeah. yeah. So, but with the frequency, like I'm having more difficulties getting her to come. And like, I, I could spend like sometimes an hour or an hour and a half, you know, fucking her. And I, of course I don't have a problem reaching that point, but it's, it's been like every other time now where I'm like, I'm not getting her to the point where she has an orgasm. And I'm, I, I think it would be so much better for both of us if, if she just would expand her horizons, you know, have another, you know, bring another person in the bedroom and, get her taken care of you know what i mean like if i can't do it on my own then i, I not only do i think it would be hot but i i feel like i want to find a way to take care of her that i don't know if that makes sense yeah for sure have you talked to her of course but have you talked to her about her problem that she's having like with orgasms she yeah she says it doesn't really bother her like no you know she she said oh was, you know really close or whatever and then it's like i don't know it's it's just so tough like to deal with that or or if you were close then why didn't you tell me before I finished because then it makes it even that that much harder to you know you know take a break and then do what you want me to do and she's, she's not, not on any close. new medication or anything is she no no she's not on any medications or anything like that right so it's so. not like it could be any kind of physiological thing going on you think maybe it's no. just because she's been with you for so long. I mean, it, I always wonder how the hell do you stay attracted if you're just with one person? You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially just, if you're not really going there and fantasizing and doing role playing with each other. Right. I don't know. Like, how do you after a long time? I think after double digits years, like, you know, and especially if you really care about the person, you have a great relationship, you know, yeah. uh, and you want to keep it hot. You know, what do you do? Exactly. And that's part of like, for me, bringing up certain things like, hey, do you want to try the hat wiping thing? Or, hey, do you want to try you know this new toy or just trying to bring other things into the bedroom um, just to spice it up is definitely something I've, I I feel like I try to do more often than she does. Mm-hmm. And does she turn and, it down lately? Like that kind like the toys and stuff like that? Is she has she ever been into that? She she's. She can be a freak in her own way. Mm-hmm. Um, she really likes like things like uh, going out into the country and fucking in the car, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Right, that's is, fun. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I mean, there's we obviously we both have our own kinks, and we try to take care of 
each other's kinks, but she doesn't know just how like deeply mine go. She doesn't know about yours at all because she. Did, yeah. I'm surprised she didn't ask the question like, "Were you ever with guys?" Is it maybe because she met you when you were so young and figures like you would have told her or something like? Yeah, I kind of feel like maybe that's it. I mean, I I've been very very lucky to have not gotten caught in that amount of time. Like, yeah, I was gonna say like, have you ever? Because you had a lot of people from Craigslist, right? But Craigslist went under a while ago, right? Yep. Um. So. Like, how have you been meeting the people that you've been cheating on her since? Like, have you ever been with any friends or any people that she knows? Or has it, is it always, like, you know, random people that she would never know? Has it ever been someone from your work? Um, well, I do. I travel a lot. And yeah. one of the apps that I ended up using a lot for some of my escapades was Grindr, which oh, is a gay Oh, right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And that, that particular app, it's very easy to hook up with. Another right. guy. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. And being out of town, it's people that I don't know, complete strangers. So it's easy enough to basically one and done and, you right. know, move on to the next. So. Yeah. And you're like, I mean, you say you're just you're you just do this like maybe once a year. I mean, it's not like you're compulsive, right? It's not a compulsion, right? It's not like you can't get your fill, right? I mean, yeah, I've. I feel like it, it just it just to the point where I'm like, man, I really it's been so long since I you know had a cock in my mouth or mm-hmm. been so long since I was able to bottom, you know, it really, you know, my wife isn't going to top me. Right. So I, you know, you get that craving and then I feel like I I go out, I get it satisfied and then I'm good for another six months to a year or whatever it be. Right, right. So it's not really like something that you can't deal with or anything but if so if you could I mean it's not like it's a problem or issue it's that if you could do it with your wife or express it in some way right you wouldn't be cheating on her but you cannot but wait like when you say you want to come clean with her what would what do you think you want to tell her more than that you're by so that that's probably going to come into the last part of what we talk about yeah. mm-hmm. um i'm a very i just recently discovered that i'm very submissive and i've been um part of the the fetlife.com website yeah. mm-hmm. and on that i i never really hooked up with anybody on that page but i i do like i get into voyeurism i like to take pictures of myself and post it on there and get people's feedback i I'm really into people commenting on, you know, oh, your cock's really nice, or you got a nice body, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I ended up finding a dominatrix on there, and a woman. Yes. Mm-hmm. And basically, um, after speaking with her and becoming vetted through her, we finally met up, and I had my first real like dominatrix submissive experience Mm -hmm. and that that's a completely different world like out of all the things that i've i've done or fantasized about i've i've never had anything that was so intense as as that was really up and like and this just happened like within the last three weeks like this has been one of the most intense experiences i've ever had the sub thing. What happened? I mean, and you didn't know. I mean, I'm assuming that this is like all the other kinks that you got into. You kind of like stumbled into it. It's not like you went in knowing right. that this was something I, that you wanted. 
I've always been kind of curious mm-hmm. about like, you know, whips and restraints and um, like leather straps and, uh, and being gigged and blindfolded. I've always, it's always been like, I've, it's appealed to me. Yeah. But I didn't know that there was like a whole lifestyle gear towards it. Yeah. And then when I, when I finally did uh, kind of take the plunge and experience it, there's, there's so many more levels to being a submissive than just going over and having sex and having an orgasm and calling it a night. There's, there's way more to it. And yeah, there's a lot of writing. I've heard from people that tell me there's a lot of homework. There's a lot of communication. There's a lot of, there's a lot of other stuff that has nothing to do with sex. Absolutely. Right. Yep. There's, there's a, like I said, there's a whole vetting process. Yeah. There's, there's safe words. There's behaviors that is, is expected of you. Um, there's, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough to explain why it was so hot for me, but I just, I guess the the biggest thing for me was just letting go of the control Mm -hmm. and having a really hot, really powerful woman basically take control of every aspect of what was going to happen next. Okay. Just a super, super hot turn on for me. Right. And all that other stuff, right, that has, I said, has nothing to do with sex, but it does because that's all the buildup to it, right? Correct. Now, I mean, that's the kind of shit that can get you caught because with all that communicating, because you have to do a lot of communicating with your dom, right? If you're a sub, like there is a relationship, quote unquote, there, right? Oh, yeah. uh, You know, thank God you travel a lot because, uh, you know, all this shit, like where is all this stuff? I'm assuming like, you know, because your phone travels with you. Like, I mean, it's not like on a computer that if she hacked into your stuff or by accident, something popped up because you have a FetLife account. You know, you're you're talking to this dom. Like, where do you uh, keep all this stuff? How do you keep it secret? Yeah, I mean. If if I continue down that path and I and I want to keep it a secret, yeah. it's it's going to be damn near impossible. I I mean I the the one night that I did go and finally take the plunge and do this, I came home with marks and bruises. And oh yeah, why didn't I think of that? And what the that's so bad. And what how do you hide it? Well, I, I'm in I'm in construction, so my, my and I I tell you what, my wife saw the marks within maybe 40 minutes of uh-huh. me being home. Yeah. Um, and I just basically told her, this, oh, I, you know, I was working and I was in a really tight, tight space and a crawl space and there was lots of joists and stuff I had to crawl in. And oh I my just God. got kind of, and she, she got it, which I felt bad for the line, but I, it definitely covered my ass. Yeah, because I think the last thing somebody would ever think, and now I think feel like there's people that are like, listening to your story and they're like hmm my partner once came home with bruises <laughs> you know what I mean and I never would have yeah. thought they just were in a dungeon with somebody getting the shit kicked you out of them. You have bruises all over the front of you and all over your backside and on your legs chances are there was there was some sort of dominatrix or dom type thing going on. Oh my god but so funny that like how I always say like when you're horny you're like you're so it's like being drunk you just have no you're just not thinking properly because who is going to think that you could have all those bruises and then you're going to go home to your wife? You know yeah. I mean? Yeah, it was I I I think out of all the times that I've ever done anything behind her back this one made me feel the most guilty. 
Right. For sure. But you don't want to, like, it's what you're really into. Now, how does that come, like, how does that fit into coming clean? That one, I don't, I don't know. I mean, if I know, like, so my wife really likes tattoos and she's into, like, she gets the high from, like, getting tattoos and the pain thing. Mm -hmm. And I feel like maybe if I told her I was into BDSM type things. Yeah, you could get into that with her. Correct. Yeah, for sure. But obviously, I wouldn't be able to bring the newly found Dom that I found on the internet. No. That would not. You cannot. No, you can't. I don't know. I mean, I just get nervous of what you want to come clean with because. Yeah, I think so. I do. I mean, I want to just I just have this weight and I and I have been, you know, slowly kind of pecking away at like my fantasies, the the hot wife thing. And yeah, uh, you know, wanting a cock in my ass, stuff like that has is slowly coming out but there's just so much more that i want to tell her but when i tell her these things she you know she's she especially that like the hot wife thing i don't know if i mentioned this but she was actually pretty upset when right when she finally said no i'm not gonna do it you know she she was very clear that that was not going to be part of of our lifestyle like she and the, was she upset she, with that the fact that you wanted it she's I think she's afraid that I'm I'm gonna fall in love with somebody else, or that you know she doesn't want to she doesn't want to share me. Like I'm, it's a you know we're married and you know I'm I'm hers and she's mine and that's just the way it should be. I and mean, she's not religious, but she just has very old fashioned values, I guess. Yeah, which a lot of people would feel that way, right? Like that, you know. Yeah. Mo- I feel like most people would feel like, oh, you know. You're with me. You're my partner. I don't want you to be with anyone else, and I don't want you to want me to be with somebody else. You know what yeah. I mean? I think sometimes a, a woman could also, or a man, could see it that way. Like that's why I ask. Like, yeah. does she feel? And because feel like... you want her to be with another guy while you watch, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Right. Yep. Now, and and she just she wants just it to just be you and her. I mean, this is like a problem because you can't. You can't you you never want to tell her about the cheating stuff. You don't. But you want to stop cheating, right? But you don't want to stop having experiences, right? So what you really want right now is to sort of be able to live out your fantasies with her. Yeah, and I I feel like I mean, I we kind of talked about this. I don't cheat so often that it's yeah. like like a problem for me. Right. I feel yeah. like I could I could stop and then those those, you know, urges or whatever would go away as long as my wife was you know, taking care of me in other areas, like right. If she would peg you, like or you guys could really come, you could come, right? Like that, you could live yeah. out these fantasies with her, right? Or you could do the hot wifing where there's a guy in the room, and then you could watch, you know, like right. I mean, that's how yeah. you would sort of satisfy the bisexual part of you. Yep. Yep. Right. And then you wouldn't have to. Yeah. Because like I think some people there's all different kinds of cheating. Right. And some people it is a compulsion and there's more behind it. Right. They like the chase and they like someone liking them. Like for you, it really is just sort of scratching that itch that comes out every now and then. Right. Yeah. And and I I feel like I don't know if it's just because I started so late and then I just was stuck with one person and I just I had missed all that opportunity to like explore. Yeah, for sure. was. Yeah, for sure. And that's why it's all coming out. I mean, like, you know, you've you've been you've been sort of, you know, it's like the guy that or the person that's like having they would say having the cake and eating it, too. You've been having like a 
you know, the sort of white picket fence life as well as yeah. like the single life, which is exploring all that stuff. Right. And that is the problem. I think younger people are different now and they tend to be a little bit more realistic about stuff and they're just more open and honest about who they are and what they're into. So I think people, younger people are being able to explore within relationships more. Right. But yeah. for you, because you guys are older and more around my generation, like that wasn't the case. Right. So you have, if you, you couldn't really have both. Right. It was so, or else you had to like put off having kids and getting married. Right. But that's just happened to you. So yeah. you've been sort of living a double life for a while. Absolutely. And you don't want to anymore. That's really where you're at. Right. Yeah. I mean, even the whole, the, the dumb thing. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I know that doing that was a, a great way to satisfy an urge. Yeah. And I, I'm still in contact with her. I mean, it's, she, we're still talking, but like, I feel like I, maybe that just, I, and I, I even talked to a couple friends about this, but that's just going to get me in trouble. Like this is going to be the one that ends up ruining our, my marriage. And I don't want that. Yeah. Because those are very, those, that's a relationship. The Dom sub. Yeah. It's a, like a relationship, right? You have to yeah. have a relationship for it to be, what it is right it's like the nature of the kink right the, the relationship part of it is part is a, a huge part of it it's not like you're just and that's what i learned that was interesting to me right on my show because i've never been into that but I, and my idea would be like oh someone likes pain and to, like while they're being fucked right like it just it's just about sex right but yeah, it's but so much more. yeah there's way yeah. more and the big part of it that is way more is what you might not have time for if you really are like, you know, you're a married man with kids and you have a wife, right? It's like, because it could take your attention someplace else. Yeah. She actually asked me to go out with her this, this Friday. Um, and I, I turned her down because I just, it's just too much and too soon. Like, yeah. Yeah. You can't. And I don't yeah. know, you know, if any time in the near future you'd be at the place where your wife would let you go do that with a dominatrix. But I think the great idea that you thought of is getting your wife into that, bringing what you learned from this girl. And I say in the past tense, because hopefully you're not going to be going back there. Right. But taking what you learned and that experience there and bringing it into your marriage you know and yeah. then and while you're doing that because listen because that was like the hottest experience you had if you could just focus on that with your wife and everything and it, you started to be able to get her to play in that arena like you would be having like the best time you probably wouldn't need to go and stray or do hot wifing or anything for a while right and then you could work on her with the with the other stuff right once yeah. you opened the, her up to this there is kind of a tough twist to that though yeah um so obviously i'm submissive and so then the question is where does she fit into this and right i feel like she is also kind Submit. of submissive. i know when you said she likes the pain so that means that i would have to find ways to be more dominant which i'm not sure if i'm capable of doing i'm more than willing to try with her but i don't know how well i'd be able to fit into that role i get that you think she's a submissive because of like the pain that she likes right with mm -hmm. the tattoos and stuff is what or what are the other signs that she would be the sub do you think well i mean because i'm always one initiating i'm always the one kind of taking control in the bedroom like i'm i'm the one that says you know I, i'd like you to you know go on your stomach or let's let's do doggy style or, or style or reverse 
cowgirl or yeah, whatever yeah. position. Like I'm always initiating the changes in, in the sex that we have. So, and even like bringing toys in, like we have a sex swing that we've tried out and it's not going to get used unless I bring it up and using toys like butt plugs and cock rings and just all that stuff is always been initiated by me. Right. And so I just feel like because I initiate that stuff, I'm more of the dominant when it comes to our relationship right. in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. But it's, it's, but it is funny because like everything outside of the bedroom, she's a hundred percent in control. Yeah. But that's what I normally hear is that people, that's the switch that I was saying that a lot yeah. of times it's the opposite. It's of who they are in their regular life, right? Like the guy who's yeah. really dominant in his regular life likes to be a sub, right? So if she's taking care of business all the time, she wants to be the opposite. But you don't know. You'd have to maybe try it out, right? Like because you were so hot for being a sub, like you really need to be the sub in your situation. You know, that yeah. would be the biggest problem because I feel like the the, the greatest solution is if you're, you could get your wife into the whole BDSM lifestyle, you know, yeah. because that could take you into a deep hole, right, where there's just like yeah. a lot of stuff for you guys to explore together. Um, and that will help you, you know, sort of not think about those other things that are there. And then maybe it could lead to other stuff. But, yeah, I and mean, I think that would be like a huge way to spice things up, you know, get that routine kind of changed and then move our our bedroom stuff into a totally different direction that might kind of reignite a spark that's been missing for a while. Yeah, you should never tell her about any of the things that you've done behind her back. You know that, right? Like, I don't have to tell you that, right? I feel like I'm that's just... kind of <laughs> so all the, the, the couple other people that I've talked to about this. Yeah, really close friends. Yeah, that's exactly what they said. Like, you know what? Just get out. You've you got it out of your system good for you move on you could never tell her about all that stuff none of that none of it will help you if you want to stop cheating like you know and i think sometimes people do sort of tell people stuff because they feel like they have to get the weight off their back but i feel like that's kind of selfish right because what what are you putting on the other person and what does that serve them you know Mm -hmm. this is something that you if you want to stop and you are done with it you know you have to sort of get to that place of like letting go of that baggage sort of forgiving yourself or I don't know, going through the emotional sort of feelings about it yourself. You could do all that within yourself and release that yourself. She doesn't need to do that for you. That's something that you're carrying for yourself. If that's a guilt, whatever that is, it's your own fucking baggage. Telling her will maybe feel like you have something off your back if you told her all that stuff, but it would create such bad shit in your life. It would, it's just, it's so twisted. It's not, it's not the right thing to do. And I don't know what a real therapist would say, but I don't think that it's right. I always find that when somebody tells somebody because they can't, they feel so guilty or they have to get that, I, I think it's like selfish because what does that serve yeah. the other person? You know, and if you have some guilt and some bad feelings about it, that's your fucking problem. You've also had the pleasure, right? So deal with yep. the bad stuff, right? I mean, she doesn't, it, she doesn't need to have any of that since it's not about her right it's you haven't been cheating on her because you don't love her you haven't been cheating on her because because i've had other there's all different kinds of cheating right i say that on my podcast all the time there's guys that hate their fucking wives and you know and that's why they're cheating right like you don't it's not because of issues with your wife it's strictly because there are certain things that you were into that you found out that you're into that she 
can't give to you and that you weren't ready to be open with her, right, about... Um, so, you know, there's no reason to tell, there's no reason to tell her about that. But if you want to start, you have to stop doing it now and make a decision that you're not going to anymore. That will make you feel better if you just avoid the urge and you don't do it anymore. But you have to try to get her into exploring different things in your relationship. And you have to find out why she's not having orgasms and why she doesn't care about it. Is she a little depressed? Is she on anything that maybe is making that happen? Because that's, you know, is is she having orgasms when she's not with you? Yeah, that's um, you know, you're making lots of good points, and I and I wonder if if just like bringing up some of the hot wifing stuff has made her kind of thinking about stuff a little bit more, and you know, oh, has I, her non orgasms? Yeah, have her non orgasms yeah. been since all this talk about you being wanting a, a dick up your ass and not, Abs- you want her? Absolutely. Well, duh! Kind of like... <laughs> what do you think? Oh, my God. Why didn't I think of that first? Come on. She's in her head. She especially because, listen, everything that you talked about is all about like what you like sexually. And all of a sudden you opened up a can of worms telling her that there's all this other stuff that has nothing to do with her that you want to do that turns you on so that is gonna mind fuck her it's gonna be hard for her to get past it and enjoy sex with you because you know she's in a really weird place right she's kind of backed into and now i'm not saying what you did was wrong right you're trying to clear the deck here and be honest in your relationship for the first time and i think that that is a good place to start but it's not the fucking movies and it doesn't like you don't tell someone something and then they're like great and then everyone lives happily ever after right right it's gonna take some time right you're two weeks out of telling your wife stuff right and this is like how it really happens in real life she's fucking freaked out yeah and i I, i'm sure there's a million different things going through her head like oh i'm gonna lose them or like this is what is he like i'm not enough he's like he's going down on me right now but does he does he wish i had a dick like you know she it's so it's very hard for her for women they have to really not be in their head and just be in their body for sex to have orgasms so she is just you know it's all this new information that she has and that's so you know that's why she's having the problems it's not because really fucked up part too is like i feel i'm i'm trying to bring this stuff out for her benefit like so she can get more ass and she can you know find more ways to have orgasms and more ways to have fun and and right, but you not, said that everything yeah. was fine before. That might be projecting that, like, she wants yeah. all that stuff. And, and listen, maybe if you really opened her up and got her, like, maybe if we were talking, if I was talking to her secretly, she would say maybe that was her fantasy, but maybe not. Yeah. Maybe she's fine with just you, you know, like, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know her. Do you think that she. Because we already figured out why she's having problems having sex with you. <laughs> yeah, there's there's been a couple times where she's maybe hinted before I wasn't ready, and that kind of sucks. Because like At, in what way? <laughs> so on Facebook, she had uh, an old friend that she used to babysit for that is now all grown up. Yeah, and has come to her and said, "Hey, you know, do you want to get together?" and not necessarily let's get together and fuck, but let's get together and, and have, you know, dinner and, you know, hook, you know, meet up and talk about stuff and blah, blah, blah. And my wife knew what he was after. Yeah. And asked me like, Hey, 
do you what do you think about this mm-hmm. and at the time this is probably five six years ago i wasn't into it right and now i feel like you know crap you know why weren't we on the same you know the same wavelength right <laughs> she was asking me and stuff because that would might have been my one opportunity now out the window and now she's Right. Well, it might be because, right, but maybe it's because you just gave her a lot of stuff. You just, like, you know, I want you to fuck other guys. I want to date. Like I said, like, that's a lot to handle. She asked you if you were gay, right, when she, when you told her. She's kind of feeling me out and wants to know exactly what's going on. So she's asking, and I think she's asking the right questions. Right. You know. Right. But she still hasn't really been able to figure out, like, you know, it it sounds like she's asking the right questions, but I feel like she's not really addressing it head on because she's a little freaked out, which I totally she's understand. Not. She's not. Do no. you know what I mean? It, because and I think because she might not want to know the truth. She might be afraid of like what the answer to some questions would be, which yeah. I totally get. Do you know what I mean? But I think maybe you need to explain more what that means between you and her do you know what I mean and and what you want with her like oh you know we could do stuff together that would you know I don't need to be with a guy I don't know like you know you have to have more conversations about it and I think you have to talk more about it with her because I don't think she's yeah and it's funny because like I have such a broad spectrum of things that turn me on and things that I like that I can do without a good majority of them as long as we're pursuing certain aspects of what I want you know what I mean like I don't need all of that so but I think you need to tell her that yeah have you I I, other than telling her that I wanted to see her with another woman uh, another man and and I want a cock in my ass. That's pretty much <laughs> as far as it's ever gone. No, but yeah, you have to ha- you start you have to start having more you have yeah. to start having more conversations with her about sex. Maybe not like while you're in the middle of having sex, right? Like that's not a good idea. Uh, anybody listening, I don't think you should bring it up during the act. <laughs> no, you've you ruined your sex life with her now <laughs> for right now. But like I said, I don't. I think that that's. Okay, and that's very realistic because of what happened, you know, but I do think you like I always think it's like really great when somebody just like hits the ball a different way. Do you know what I mean? And changes the whole Mm -hmm. game right in the beginning. It seems to disrupt everything. Right. And things are not so great. But ultimately, you know, if you guys are able to get to a better place five years from now, you'll look back at you know, this past month and everything that's been going down is like, this is the pivotal time. You know, this was the, this was the turning point, you know? Yeah. Where finally I started talking about my feelings and maybe I can get her to open up about certain things and then things are just going to get better from that point on. Yeah. Because listen, she was a really young girl who, listen, she was doing all that cheating and stuff because she was just being a normal person that wanted to be with other people too, you know? Um, yeah. And she's been with the same person her whole fucking life, raised kids. She is going to her, her into her prime. So you have that on your side as far as, like, her being, like, super horny and stuff. That you yeah. maybe could talk her into the whole hot wifing thing. But I think that you have to work towards it. And you need to have a lot more conversations with her and explain things to her. Like, that you're, like, really let her know that you're not gay, that you'd like to do stuff with her, that you want to make 
your guy's relationship hotter, that you don't want to be with other people. You know, you have to give her some security. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting, too, because since I, since I brought up the hot wifing thing, um, almost immediately after, she's been hitting, like, the treadmill a lot more, and she's lost, like, 10, 15 pounds in the last three, four weeks. Oh, that's good. And I don't know if it's because she's like, oh, crap, like, I need to get in shit because eventually my husband's going to leave me. Or she's like, you know what? If I get in better shit, maybe I'll feel better about myself and we could try this thing. That my exactly. It could so there's be. there's a couple different things that have been going through my head. But either way, it's benefiting me because it's super hot that she's, like, starting to kind of come around and like and that will make her feel better about herself and her body and be more sexy like you know what i mean for sure because if you don't feel right about your body as a woman you know Mm -hmm. so i think that that's like like that's a that's what i mean when like it's like things get worse but they get better too like there's what you did is a is a great thing and will help your relationship in the long run as long as you never tell her that you cheated as long as you stop cheating if you Which really, I, you have to I make feel like I'm going to do you have to like you have to make a decision if you want to you know really like you said you're at like a crossroads if you really want to do this and do it the right way you have to put all that secret shit it has to be done and you but you yeah. have to give it time with your wife do you understand? You know, you need mm-hmm. to give it a year. Like, you need to give it some time before she's going to open up to things. But I think you need to keep all your desires and all your kinks and all the things that you're into just with her and be more honest about it with her. And, you know, and hopefully yeah. she will do more things with you. And you have to stop looking elsewhere if that's what you want. You know what I mean? Yeah, I could you're not happy anymore with the status quo, right? The way that it was. Yeah. No, I absolutely couldn't have said it better myself. I think you've hit a lot of really good points. Yeah. And then when you listen back to this podcast and you hear it again, you'll get more out of it. I can't wait to see what happens because this is like literally you're like two weeks, three weeks away from dumping all this stuff on her. Like, where are you guys going to be in six months? I wonder. I mean, you know what I mean? I I really do. I think it's kind of exciting. I think you, like I said, I think you like change the game and I'm curious of what happens. I think you should give her a little time with the orgasms. Don't pressure her, you know, but have more conversations so that she could get out of her head a little bit and make her feel more comfortable with talking to you and give her assurance that you're not gay. You're not leaving her for man. Maybe make her feel like, I mean, would you feel comfortable with like, because you're just into the hot wife thing. That doesn't mean that you want to go fuck women, right? Like, can you maybe in the beginning have it be that she, you just want to see her with other guys and maybe you don't need to be with other girls? Absolutely. I think that would be super hot and I, I would be 100% okay with that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you need to take. So I think like maybe if you told her that, that would make her feel better, you know? Mm-hmm. Like for sure, maybe she the thought of you with another girl is not what she's into, but for you, uh, her with another guy is hot because you already know you're bi. You know, maybe yeah. she's not, and she doesn't want to see you with the other girl, and that really fucks with her head. Which makes I know that yeah. when the hot wifing conversation came up, she yeah. did ask me like if I wanted to sleep with other women, and I did tell her that that was not what I was at seeking. Like I just wanted to see her with another guy. And yeah. 
didn't really get so much of a response, but I think maybe I did reassure in the fact that I'm not, I'm not looking to like. Yeah. Make sure you let her know that. Yeah. yeah, Make sure you know that you don't want to sleep around with other women. Make sure you, you know, she knows that you're not gay. Make sure she knows that you just want to start, you know, changing things up with her and being more open about things that you're into. You maybe tell her, like, I was looking around this website and I was into BDSM and like, I really like that. And there's this thing called FetLife. Like, you know, tell her these things. You guys been together forever, right? I mean, you could be open with her. Um, she knows all the other, like, you know, letting her know that you, you wanted a dick in your ass and that your bi is pretty ballsy. Right. So maybe yeah. tell her that you found this fet life website and expose her to it. I feel like if I go that road, I'm going to probably have to delete my account. You do <laughs> that. Yes, you cannot. <laughs> yes, of course. I wasn't going to say like, please don't show her your thing, but let her know that you maybe found that and then you guys could go looking together and maybe as a couple yeah. you could make a, you know, and you do that stuff together. That's what you have to do. And I yeah, think in that's... six months you might have some new things going on in your relationship. It just, it just happened. You have to give her some time. Yeah, I'm actually, I really like some of those ideas, and I'm excited to, to try it. I to think do it, and don't ahead. cheat. Yeah. Give it a year. Give it a year, no cheating, and only working on sort of living out these fantasies with your wife and getting her to do, yeah. to open up and to. Kinda, yeah, and yeah, so she can work have on fun, like you said. Yeah, work on your yeah. marriage and your sex life with her and see if you could keep it all together and that you don't have to keep living a double life. Oh, well, thank you very much. I really do appreciate the advice on that. A lot of that really does kind of help me kind of sort some of the stuff that's been going through in my head. So I really do appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for calling in. I give you credit for what you did. I think it's amazing. And I, I hope that in six months I hear from you or three months or whenever, let me know that like you guys have gone in a positive direction because of this. Absolutely. I'll definitely uh, give you an update as soon as something happens. All right, cool. Keep me posted. Good luck with everything. Bye, Sean. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is strictly anonymous. Strictly anonymous.
Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.